uphold that duty of care, you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of women don't do because they think I have a duty of care, so I have to go serving everyone and they forget about themselves. Mm-hmm. And if you're not careful, your life will be spent in service of other lives. We're half of the nation, right? The human race. I'm going to call us a nation. And we're half of certainly the Black nation. And we are the portal through which every single child comes into the planet. And so there's a role for women in building these very strong communities. So let's talk first, Gifty, about what a strong community looks like. Luckily for me, I grew up in Africa. Yes. So the concept of community is, for me, it, it's so firsthand yes. where, do you know, everybody's an auntie, everybody's an uncle. Right. And, and, you know, and they, you know, they can tell you off. Right. You know, without your parents <laughs> being there. It is just, you just know that if you get up to no good, your your parents will know about it because, you know, another grown up that sees you, it will get back to your parents and stuff. <laughs> and so when they say it takes a village, literally, yes. that's what it takes. It takes a village. Um, and when you grow up with that, there's there's um there's a safety mm-hmm. in that. Um, as in you don't actually ever, yes, you might feel, you might find it intrusive as a kid because you want to get up with to no good without anybody, you know, peering at you and stuff like that. But when you grow up, you realize, oh, hang on, there's a safety in that. Um, as a parent, you know, the, you, you're not parenting alone. You know, somebody else has got your back, um, in terms of communities. And most of the time, it's women that do the sort of nurturing of these mm-hmm. communities. Like, does the, does the, the, uh, they hold the kind of soft power. They have the glue um, that knits these communities together, do you know? Um, and we're so pivotal to that, really. We really, uh, and we let that go at our peril because. We are bigger than the sum of, uh, you know, the, the, the individual families and individual parts and stuff like that. And if you know about the sense of community, you, you just know, I mean, you know, you get into neuroscience of it and then there's a whole oxytocin that gets released just because you're in a group and all that, yes. which is fantastic stuff. Yes. Um, so physically you feel better just being in a group and just knowing Um, and so why wouldn't you um, do it but if you nurture that that sense of community then you know your children they they, your children are who you are anyway they become who you are not what you say and so they see you being like that they see you being in a community that's who they are so when i first moved over to england for example i couldn't believe people didn't know their neighbors what the hell how can you live next to somebody without for years, even. And you will hear in the news every now and then somebody being dead in the apartment for three weeks and nobody. Yeah. How does that happen? How does that happen? Yeah. You know, like next door, if you haven't seen them for a week or what, you know what? It's quiet there. You, you, you know, um, and, and that is the power of community. Just keeping an eye out for each other. You don't have to be in each other's hair, each other's pockets, or anything like that. But it's so important. And in most communities, it is the women that do the sort of grassroots watering that knits the society together. So, a strong community then 
I love the way that you brought that back to even the biochemistry, you know, Mm -hmm. and how the biochemistry shifts. Uh, The other day, I had a group, I have a a group of about 10 practitioners that just recently joined me. And what I said to them is, we're going to build a community, right? Because if there's one thing I want us to know as we come to work together, it's that this is more than the sum of a paycheck. This is about we are building a community and we're setting an example for the larger community. And if we are the healers within the community and we don't have community, then what what does that say to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the first things that we actually did uh, together was we listened to what's called a safe and sound protocol. Now, this is filtered music and it sends cues of safety uh, to the nervous system and does all of these wonderful things. And I said to them, you have a choice. You can come and we can listen to this together or you can do this on your own. Well, seven of the 10 decided we're going to come together and we're going to listen to the music. And three others went off on their own and they listened as they felt uh, the need to. And can I tell you that just the coming together was a solution to a sense of belonging and Mm -hmm. the energies of everybody, the seven amongst us was raised to a whole new level. Now, a couple of people thought at one point, I'm going to leave the group. I'm just going to go off and listen because this can be an hour long thing versus a two hour long thing because we have this whole, you know, coming together, sharing stories and all this other stuff as we move through. It was fascinating that the two that said they were going to leave came back almost immediately because they saw the beauty of coming together and setting an intention about why it is that we're together and then being able to use our own energies to actually heal one another. By the time we got through the five days, this was only five days, but by the time we got through the five days, people were reporting headaches were gone, ankles that were, you know, having issues, the issues were gone. Certainly the sense of I am not alone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and that sense of belonging just went to a whole different level. And as you say, it shifts the biochemistry and it shifts us energetically as we communicate, communicate and commune with one another. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you hear all these things that problems shared is a problem half and and, right. and, and that is true. And we're not, we're social beings. We're not meant to be going through in this solitary way, because if we were, our biochemistry would not respond to gross situations. That's how we're meant to be. And so, and we know the statistics of loneliness kills, actually. So we're meant to be in a community. We're absolutely meant to be in a community. And the now you can have bad communities and you can have good communities, yes. right? And so it is about being in a community that nurtures you and you not just taking, but adding. It's got to be reciprocal. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So looking ahead, what strategies or approaches can individuals or communities or even policymakers, you know, because we want to involve some of these higher level systems as well. I recognize that We as individuals have a lot of power to shift things, but I also want to recognize that kind of on a global level, policies can also, you know, change the way that we think about things. So 
what strategies and approaches can we adopt uh, so that we build this idea of how vital community is and then how vital the woman is to the whole community building process? Well, so, I mean, I'll start from the individualistic and then I'll go to the to the group situation. So for individualistic, uh, for the woman, uh, first of all, she needs to understand that she's pivotal mm. um, to the community for a start, right? And, and that she is at the centre of a lot of people's lives. So you're at the centre of your children's lives, you're the centre of your partner's lives and, yeah. and, you know, your extended family and all that. So... Um, you are a very important individual. And as such, you have a duty of care mm-hmm. to these people whose lives you are the center of. And to uphold that duty of care, you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of women don't do because they think I have a duty of care, so I have to go serving everyone. And they forget about themselves. Mm-hmm. And if you're not careful, your life will be spent in service of other lives and come back to the burnout, right? And the moment you're burnt out, you are not serving anyone. So you're coming from, no, and you're coming from a deficit. So these children that are dependent on you and they're hoping you're going to give them some healthy framework to go and face the world with, they're coming from a deficit because you serve them from a deficit. And so women really need to understand that and put themselves in the centre. And so when we're talking about government and policies and stuff, governments need to understand how important women are before we go putting any fancy policies in place, I mean, sort out good, decent maternity leave and childcare for stuff, (laughs) you know? Uh, Those are quite primary and basic. Um, And then when we look at the community in terms of contribution to Mm -hmm. community, again, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And so you can't actually contribute to this community unless you're looking after yourself. And so let's take it for granted that you're looking after yourself. And then when you show up in this community, you are able to give. And Mm -hmm. the more everybody's putting into that community, uh, and this is in the community, it is, if you think about it as an organism, right? Um, it is bigger than the sum of its individual parts. So everybody's putting in, everybody's putting in. Before you know, we've got this huge thing that we can all draw out from. And so in terms of strategies, people need to think, what are my communities? And, you know, you don't just have to belong to one. They're different communities. And so, A, make sure you belong to some community. If you don't have one, create one. Mm-hmm. Do you know, be that change, do you know, create one. And then when you have one or you've created one, make sure you add value. Mm. It shouldn't just all be about taking. Love it. Love it. So for those of you who are listening, I want you to think about something. Who are you serving and measure where your cup is at? Are you full and pouring out to others? Are others pouring into you so that you're continuously being replenished? Are you at that place where you need to be pausing how much you give or serve because you just need to be in that place where you pause for a moment and have your cup filled up once more and listen to your body, listen 
to your spirit and be guided in all of those ways. 